We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everybody? On Friday night after we went to the spring training game, Scott and I recorded a podcast. We tried to get fancy with it, though, and we also did a periscope. What happened was the normal audio file did not record correctly for us, so all we have is the audio from the periscope. Uh, Maybe you guys were watching it and have already seen it, but uh, I'm sure a lot of you were not watching. So the quality of the audio is a little bit lesser, but we thought it's still uh, still good stuff, and we wanted you guys to hear it. It also cuts out abruptly at the end, but we didn't really record much after that. 
So we hope you enjoy it. What's up, everybody? This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show. This is the first time we're doing a live, live for us, Bronx Pinstripe Show. Scott and I are in the, in the same room. We're at spring training in Tampa in a very shady neighborhood in Tampa, Florida. This is the 62nd Bronx Pinstripe Show. Do you know who number 62 is, Scott? I have an idea who you're going for, but who? why don't you tell me? Jabba. I thought so. The big Jabba himself, number 62. Poor Jabba because I feel like Yankee fans hate him now. I don't think Yankee fans hate him. I think they do. I think there's an absolute understanding of what happened to Jabba. Because we all know what Jabba could have been. We know what he was the first year he came What he up. should have been. Right. Could have, should have. To me, it's the same thing. No. Well, with excluding the Yankees. But anyway... The fact that the fact that he came up and was so dominant and he was like the guy that we needed to come, right? He was the saving grace because the Yankees had not had any prospects come up from the minor league system pretty much since Alfonso Soriano. And Java comes up and there we go. We have we have a prospect. It's awesome. Well, and he threw he can, a pitch. He can throw 97 miles an hour. He has a hook, he has a nasty hook slider and he's striking people out. He's kind of fat and funny looking. That was a big deal. The fact that he threw hard and he was like an, he was an exciting. I'm trying to fix the periscope thing. So for everybody listening, Scott and I have been trying to figure out technology for about 45 minutes now. Because this is the first time we're not recording on Skype, it's throwing a wrench into everything. We're periscoping and we're doing the show live here, recording normally in the room. So we're trying to figure it out. Scott is screwing the Periscope up. For everybody watching on Periscope, I'm extremely sorry. Blame it on Scott. Now he really screwed it up. So this is the 62nd Bronx Pinstripe Show. Java Chamberlain. We're moving past that. Scott, how's your Cuban Missile Crisis of a stomach situation going on? <laughs> it's getting better. It's getting better. So we're in Tampa and apparently there's a, a very large... Cuban contingent and the Cuban food is like the thing to do. So that's what we did. We went to do Cuban food and, uh, and I'm slowly paying the price for it. <laughs> um, Scott got something tonight that it looked good. It sounded I, really good. The waitress, she really sold good. it to me. The waitress sold it to you. Yeah. But I could tell looking at it that everything on the plate, there was about nine different foods on the plate. They right. all tasted the same. Yeah. The, the, the problem was there was like a whole bunch of black beans in the middle and I started like shifting the black beans into the rest of it. So, yeah. So I had no idea, like 10 minutes into my meal, I had no idea what anything was anymore. So, so yeah, it all, it all stayed in the same place at, at one time. <clears throat> is this the first time you've had Cuban food? No, I've had Cuban food before. Cuban press is like my go-to at like one of the sports bars that I go to. They have a, like a phenomenal Cuban press. I don't even know if it was your sauce and like that whole deal. I don't think I had Cuban food tonight. You had fish, though. That's the thing. It had like a Cuban flair, but I don't think it was Cuban food. How do you Cuban know? Because uh, it was on the Cuban menu. <laughs> <laughs> so, and no fact, though, it's Cuban. It was on the menu. We were at a Cuban restaurant. We also had fried calamari. We were at a Cuban restaurant, so that means I ate Cuban food. All right. All right. I mean, yeah. It was on the menu at a Cuban restaurant. It was funny. We were at the restaurant. And the people next to us, at the table next to us, look at us and go, were you guys at the game today? And we're like, the Yankee game? They're like, yeah, we were sitting behind you. You were the ones constantly taking pictures. Uh, yeah, that does sound like us. So, apparently, 
the people sitting next to us at the restaurant were also here on a, a weekend vacation at the restaurant. Yeah. And we were apparently annoying people at the game today. I don't think we were annoying. I think it was just they were noticing the fact that we were taking. I mean, we were we periscoped half the game, a good a good amount of it, and then we were, we were taking it. I mean, I was taking a ridiculous. Five. Time. We were we had great seats. Five rows up. Yeah. From the Yankees dugout. Yeah, that was that was a good time. And I got I got one of those memory cards that was. I had the capacity of fourteen thousand pictures, right? So, and forty nine hours of HD video. So, so fourteen thousand pictures, that should that should last you a while, and you're never going to use that many pictures in your entire. No, life. no, I will never ever use that. So it's a waste of money. No, it's the video is what I was going for. Okay, it was the amount of video, but we didn't even use that camera. We were. We didn't even use that camera for it. So, we were feet away from El Duque, who was in the dugout. Yeah. Aaron Judge, who is massive, we're gonna talk about him. Even bigger. I mean, when you see this dude in person, he's just immense. When you see him lined up to other professional athletes, he's immense. He doesn't look like he belongs. He belongs in the NFL, body size, yeah. not MLB. Right. Um, who else was in the dugout? Nathan Avaldi, who I had to restrain you from. Yeah. You almost ran at him and lunged at him. It was it was kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was cool though. His bodyguard told me I was good. We had the 50 feet, so I was fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody was there. It was not a split squad. Everybody who wasn't playing. There were a couple guys that we did not see that, two guys that we wanted to see that we did not see. We saw everybody else besides Russ Snyder and Mateo. Those the two guys we did not see in person. A little disappointing on that, but honestly, you can't be disappointed when you see the amount of guys that we saw. We had, we saw pretty much a starting lineup. Yeah. Ellsbury, Teixeira, A-Rod, Castro, Didi, Headley. And then Judge. Judge, 2017. Tanaka was on the mound. Yeah. We saw a lot of the starters, so it was very good. Um, You've been now to two spring training games. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think I said this in the last one, but I've been to a whole bunch of Dodgers spring training games. Because when I was a kid, we used to go to the Bureau Beach, and that's where the Dodgers trained. But this was, and I've been to Yankees spring training games when they were the Fort Lauderdale Yankees. But this is the first time I've ever been to Tampa and this facility and the whole deal. So yeah, uh, Thursday was the first one. Had a whole bunch of problems getting off the damn plane, getting a rental car, and I missed the Valdi start. It really pissed me off. But I saw everybody else. I saw Chapman. I was watching Chapman get it uh, warm up. I, I have some good pictures of him um, in the bullpen. So Chapman, let's talk about that. Yeah. Very. Everyone was looking forward to this. Right. He wasn't very good though. He was so wild. He hit two guys. The first guy he hit, it like grazed the, the batter, grazed the catcher, and full board nailed the umpire. Umpire took the brunt of it. Could you tell though that he was throwing like a hundred? It felt hard. Yeah. There was no gun in the stadium. <laughs> it felt hard. So you could feel it in your loins. There was just see the one the big. I think the biggest thing I didn't realize this. I I, I think it was Rich who who wrote an article uh, about this or reported on this after. After there, there was big talks of, of like the size of Chapman himself. Like he's a bigger guy than you. Well, expect. did he come out? Wasn't there the article that he might be the best athlete? athlete. Yeah, yeah, that was the same one. So he's actually a very he's a he's he just looks like an athlete, and he's not a small dude. He's a big guy, but like super athletic. He just looks he looks the part, and when he when he goes out there, he. Uh, you, you definitely can tell he's throwing harder than everybody else. So it was just—he's just an opposing figure, I think. Just, just his, his kind of his being—you can just tell that the guy's an athlete and throws hard. But yeah, he was wild. He was really wild. 
He did not have a good outing. Um, not a great, not a great start. But again, it's spring. And he's got now. But now he's got, he's got an games. extra month to yeah. figure it out. So yeah. I, I feel like Chapman. This is what I would do if I were Chapman because it's like you got an extension on a test or on a paper, right? If you're Chapman, so you're just gonna procrastinate the hell out of it. And oh, I don't need to get ready now until late. But this guy's a world class athlete. I mean, he's he's. He's yeah, but like I'm, the, I'm trying to be a professional myself, athlete physically. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of Chapman. So throwing wise, he probably didn't take much stock in his performance. He, he's like, he is as if he, I'm trying to put it because I don't, I, I can't put my shoes in the in the I can't put myself in the shoes of an athlete because I'm not a professional athlete. So I'm trying to think like how can I equate it to something else? And it's as if I have to prepare for a test, and and I was supposed to take the test on April first. But now I don't have to take the test till April, till May first. Right. So I'm just going to delay everything, and I feel like that's probably what Chapman is doing. He doesn't need to ramp up yet. I mean, nobody needs to ramp up yet. It's the second week in spring training. I just some guys were ramped up today. Well, the guys, guys that are trying good. to make the team. See, there's a different. This is the thing with spring training. Like you got to divide it between like who the guys are and what their role is and what they're trying to prove. Right. There are guys that are trying to tune up Tanaka. Tanaka's a guy that's trying to tune up. You got guys like Chapman who are going in there. He's got maybe a little bit more of a tune-up. He wants to show the Yankee fans because they haven't seen him yet on what he can do. Then you have guys like then you guys have like you have guys like Nick Rumbolo or or Ben Gamble or who made an unbelievable catch on Thursday. Like one of the best catches I've seen uh, in person. It was a phenomenal catch. And by the way, he is Nate McLeod. He's like identical, same player, looks like the dude, same guy. But, so, you know what I mean? Like, there's guys there for different reasons. Right. They, some people know they're not making the team, but they have to make that, that, that mark on the coaching staff, on the, on the rest of the players, on the fans. So, there's different agendas, I think, for different people. I agree. So, we're here, we're here in Tampa. This is the first time that either of us are at Yankee Spring Training. So far, my favorite thing about Yankee Spring Training baseball is the fact that the beer is cheaper. $6 beer refills, which you don't get. The refills is a big deal. Yeah, so if you get a souvenir cup beer, which originally is like $12. And let's get something straight. The souvenir cups at Yankee Stadium last year were terrible. They were flimsy. They sucked. This, the, the spring training uh, souvenir cup is like a keeper. Yeah, it's solid. It's, it's, solid it's plastic. like a thick plastic. You can put that in the dishwasher multiple times. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be. The, I have, I have some. I have a souvenir cup from like, from like '98. That's the one I have. So the '98 one is, is my favorite one ever. I have that one. I put it in the. That was part of my Yankees promo giveaways. But I feel like as they, as they've gotten, as we've progressed through the time, as we've gotten older, promos and souvenir cups have gotten shittier. Right. Yeah. It's it's an opposite correlation. They're too flimsy. I need I need some thickness to my cup for it to be a keeper. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't have it be like Scott needs thickness. I, I need thickness to my keepers. So six dollar <laughs> beer refills very key. Yeah. But the best part is the three dollar post game Bud Lights at the Walgreens deck. That's the shit. The Walgreens deck. Yeah. That was it was a smaller beer though. You can get it was it, it was, was probably 12, half twelve ounces. How many how many ounces was the was the uh, six the souvenir? I would say twenty. 20. So it's almost the same price, pretty close to the refill. 
That was like I remember when um, the Red Sox. So they had a big thing. Every after they finished in last place, like three out of four years, everyone everyone was bitching about how their prices are too high. So they reduced the price of souvenirs and concessions, and they reduced the amount the price of beer. But what they didn't mention is that they reduced it by two ounces as well. So it was the same dollar per ounce. And when, as soon as people figured that out, they went ape shit. Did it take them a long time to figure it out? Couple, Which is degenerate to couple days. Couple days. Yeah. I mean, yeah, th- that's the thing. Like, the $6 refills was a big deal. It was $8 for a regular beer and then the $6 refill. I think this is a long Legit. way of saying that we're kind of inebriated right now. A little bit. Went out to the Cuban food. Scott has a little bit of a situation. Especially getting a little bit of a drink this beer. We got, we got some wine. We had a nice time in, what was it called? Ybor City? Ybor City. Which we learned was also kind of the gay part of the city. <laughs> and it, it ended up, well, I don't think it's like, the, I think it just happens, stands that half of it is. We were talking. But it's also, it's weird because it's also like the, the bar area where all like, Everybody who goes out to the bar goes there. Fair enough. Yeah, it was a nice, it was it was a cool. It we was got a recommendation. So it was like it was like what ten blocks. Yeah, it's not far from where we are. No, I mean ten blocks of, of bars and restaurants. Right. It was, a, it was a, lo- a big area. Per recommendation of the owner of, of this, this fine establishment that we're staying in. In the hood. In the hood. Yeah. Um, very. Doors are locked. Blinds are closed. Neighborhood. Yeah, tra- tra- transitional neighborhood. <laughs> Last night when I arrived in my Uber, I quickly got out of the car, <laughs> ran to the door, knocked furiously. Scott opened the door. Luckily, I wasn't passed out. Yeah, right inside. It, it's an interesting neighborhood. It's up and coming. I think is a, is a nice way of saying it. Sure. There's there's nowhere to go. Maybe in 15 years it'll be nice. I mean, there's a, a paddle boarder next to us. Some chick who runs a paddle boarding company. There's another renovated house next to us there. The house itself is nice. Like, it's very... The house is nice. Yeah, they, she redid it. She did a very nice job. It's a good place. I mean... We have yet to try out the Gyro Heaven restaurant down the street. Yeah, so, I mean, there's like there's like instant marks of where you are. And the Bill Bonds, the Coin Laundry, the Gyro place, the Chinese yeah. food and fried chicken. It's like, do you remember that Chappelle skit? Yeah, gun store, gun store, liquor store, gun store. Oh, I'm in the, I'm in the hood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in the we're in kind of the ghetto of Tampa, but it's close to Yankee Spring Training. It's cool though. Everybody's been so nice. We've been, we've, been, we've been, you know, we've been uh, making nice. Everybody's everybody's been friendly. But we went to Ybor City, which was per recommendation of the woman who owns this house. It was a very nice area. It just so happens to be the the most gay area of Tampa. <laughs> Not that it's like. I didn't find that it was any more gay. It felt like a normal area. Yeah, like we talked to a local and he was like, oh, this is the gay area. I'm like, seems pretty normal to me. Yeah, it didn't seem different. No. Pretty much any... I don't think there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much any normal neighborhood in the Northeast was this neighborhood. Yeah, it didn't feel any different than any... It felt like a bar area. I was in Nashville a few months ago and that's that was what I told you. It kind of felt like the, the main drag in Nashville. Felt very similar to that. There were a lot of bars, a lot of restaurants. It was cool. A lot of Yankee fans were walking around. There were. There was also some sort of St. Patrick's thing going on. St. Yeah. Patrick's Day thing. Well, we saw a guy in a kilt. Um, St. Patrick's Day not, is not for another week, so he's a little early on the whole thing. We didn't know where he was going, though. 
I think he was where he was going. He was in the forest. He was just wandering. Yeah, he's just wearing green because he was happy about it. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to be there for St. Patrick's Day, so I'm going to make today my St. Patrick's Day. What do you think of George Steinbrenner Field? Used to be Legends Field. I, I liked it. I, you know, it's it's got a. We were we were so close to the players today that and and by the way, can I thank you for for getting those ridiculous seats? Yeah, man, my pleasure. I'm glad I'm glad it worked out. It, funny enough, if you guys know everything about the ticket situation that's happening, I got them off StubHub. <laughs> Don't but, ask Yankees tickets on StubHub that will ever be purchased. But you can actually, so all the security and all the people that work at the stadium are. It, it just seems like they're they all they're all locals or just like retired people who work there. They're, it's just like an older crowd who's run security and they're doing it as just a kind of a fun job, and that 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 kind of makes it awesome because. There's no real strictness of going yeah. down like to a lower level and to, to wait, you know, by the field to get like an autograph or get a good picture. Because I mean we were five rows back, but we went up to the first row almost every other inning to get good pictures and and to you know try to interact with the players. Everybody was very everybody's cool. way back. Yeah. It's an older crowd though. Yeah, a yeah. lot of old people. Right. We were doing fan interviews before the game and we quickly noticed that the average age was probably like sixty eight years old. Yeah. Retired, retired. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, though, for where we are. Yeah. But it, it, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, as far as the, the field goes, very nice. Right yeah. across, right across, shared the same parking lot as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium. Yeah. I think that Steinbrenner Field used to be Legends Field. Um, I just, I find the whole thing interesting with the Tampa Rays. And how the Yankees, I feel like more people care about Yankee spring training than Tampa Bay Rays baseball. I, they do. I don't think it's a dispute. Yeah. I think that's why there's such a problem there. I, I never really understood that. And th the fact that they don't even play in Tampa, they play in St. Petersburg. They play in, in another town. And it's just funny because that the Yankees do own Tampa. I mean, it's, it's, Jeter made his home in Tampa. Like these guys, that's where they are in the offseason. Tampa is... Our Uber driver today was from New York. He was a Yankees fan. Everybody down here is from New York, it seems like. Yeah. It seems like everybody retires down here. Is the Rays, take my advice, Tampa Rays, Tampa Bay Devil Rays. You're still the Devil Rays to me. Get the hell out of Tampa. Yeah. You really need to. Go somewhere else. I don't know where they should go. Leave, leave Central Florida, where spring training is, where yeah. all the teams go. We, this just doesn't make sense. Tons of Orioles fans there today. There were, and on Thursday, there were... There were Twice as many Blue Jays fans as there were Orioles fans today. So, how new were their hats? How fresh were their jerseys? The which ones? The the Blue Jays. New fans. New oh, fans I, I, was I, I don't even know. We're getting people yelling at me for looking at the chat. All right, go ahead. We're looking at the chat again. So keep chiming in. I'll, I'll pay attention to it. Do we have questions? I, I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention. I've been trying. That to was your one job was to look at the Periscope. How many drinks did you have? Is Justin? Two. Two drinks, obviously, Mr. Officer. One bottle of wine counts as one drink, right? Yeah. But, but no, I agree. It, it was, it was, a uh, pay attention. It, it was, it was, it was cool. The, the whole, the whole stadium itself, I thought it was a, a good experience. And you know what we did is we took the whole stadium in, and I think that's what you should do. If you go to the, the game, two times seven equals 14. Go to 
Go do the whole do the whole complex because they have all the cool. You know, all the plaques are there from all the uh, the the guys at Monument Park. Retired numbers. All the retired numbers, and there's a really cool uh, statue of, of Steinbrenner there. So that was that was one of my favorite parts. Is in front of the stadium they have a statue of George Steinbrenner. It was named Steinbrenner Field after he died in 2010. Did he die? Something like that. It was Legend Field, but they have the Steinbrenner statue, and then right behind him they have all of the. Um, sort of plaques like the monuments out in like a, a sort of a green area yeah um then you walk up the stairs and you get into the stadium it's pretty small yeah I mean, you, I mean, it's two levels you were saying how you were surprised at how small it was yeah i guess i was just i just didn't write i mean you have to remember it's also a minor league park so what do you figure Ten thousand people uh maybe right around there maybe maybe 14. yeah Mo at most yeah, and because the second there's not a bad there's not a bad there's no place. it's all one I wouldn't even call it a second level it's just it's all part of the same thing it's it's just the concourse that goes all the way across there's a lower and an upper that's it right but it's not it's not you don't have to go up an escalator or anything like that it's just it's all in the same thing right yeah nice stadium um, kind of left field kind of smelled weird but that's what what JC Magnus asked me how many times. I yelled Ref Schneider during the game. Zero. But he did yell Evaldi a few times. Because Evaldi was was bullshitting with teammates right in front of us. Yeah, it was, it was, I was thinking about connecting. It was kind of a tease. It was it was kind of a tease. I was thinking honestly. about going up to He Evaldi. was right there. He was yeah. right there and, and I and I and I just you know, this is what the players do. The players ignore the people behind you unless for the most and part. And I tried to get so many they do this. That's just what they do. They the end of an inning and the the first baseman, like Teixeira or somebody had a ball or Ackley, I'm jumping up and down. Well, guess what? That's ball. why you didn't get the ball. I didn't want to tell you. I don't want to. I don't want to call a foul ball. I understand. I've that. never caught a foul ball. But they see a grown ass man in the stand going, yeah, I'm a ball. And they're like, still, oh, like that that guy's not getting the I'm ball. I'm still a kid. I'm getting. The, I'm still a kid. Scott. But but you're a grown man, and they're going to give the kid the ball. They didn't though. No, they did. The kid got three balls. The one kid in the area got screwed that kid. But uh, Scott was all about Evaldi. I was thinking about about going up to Evaldi, yelling at him, and being like, "Hey, your biggest fan is here. Slash stalker is here." <laughs> but I decided not to. So you're, you're getting a lot of likes when I when I was talking about how how much of a little um, little kid you were trying to be, and how embarrassing it was. It was, it was embarrassing. To tell you the truth. Who's liking that? I can't tell. Just, I just see them flooring in. Any more questions it. from Periscope? No, it's just Justin and Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Two people on? No, there's, there's only 15 people on, but Justin and Rich are the only ones talking shit. Other people ask questions, and we'll attempt to answer them. Um, We did get to see... Aaron, Let's talk about some people on the field. Aaron Judge. Let's talk about the Yankees. Yeah. So, there was a play in the second inning where um, the ball was thrown past the first baseman, it was runners on base. So it was a dribbler. It was a dribbler. McCann. McCann threw No, it wasn't McCann. It was Tanaka. Didn't he throw it? No, it was McCann. Whatever. Threw it wild past the first baseman. Judge was backing up in right field and fielded the ball. There was a guy who was going to score from second base. And as soon as the ball went out to Judge, I was like, show off that arm because I know he's got a cannon. You're like, run. Please run. He picked it up and threw an absolute. He hesitated, though. He was like, Crumb. run, though. He was like, run. He was there. Run, do yeah. it. Go. Do it. Do it now. Yeah. I dare you. Yeah. 
threw an absolute missile on a line to McCann, hit him in the chest. Yeah, above the chest. There was, it was a laser. You have to see Judge in person to realize how much of a freak he is. He's like 6'8". 250. He's huge. Oh, he's all of 250. He that looks like massive. he belongs on a football field. His shoulders are just... He looks freaking. like a man among boys, and these are professional athletes who are big people. But then when you right. see him, he looks like he's like 15 years old. His like, face? Yeah. yeah. He's got like a baby face. He so, but, but he's got a kid. Uh, yeah, his, his arm, there's no doubt about it. He's I can't right. wait until he's playing major leagues. It's exciting. It really is. And everybody there, everybody there has like a, has a, has a certain buzz about him. I mean, we were talking to the, just doing the interviews beforehand. Judge was a guy who came up and he's exciting. He's just, I mean, first of all, you see a guy that's that big. He's a beast. Exactly. Six, seven, 275. I don't think he's 275. So who's that? So I don't know. So I missed the name. Someone said 275, but I'm going to look it up. I think he's 250. Power of the internet, Scott. He's not 275. He's, he's like, He's super mean. Like the the guy's just he probably has like five percent body fat. So this says two thirty. Yeah. So there's no way it's two seventy five. He's also probably heavier than two thirty. Yeah, that's why I'm saying two forty, two fifty. He's listed at two thirty. I was two thirty no, when I graduated okay, college. Rich is telling Rich is saying he's listed at two seventy five. There's no possible way. No, he's not two seventy five. You're getting into like like a, a like a left guard if you're two seventy five. Like those tight ends aren't two seventy five. Right? But really, who cares? I'm just saying, in general, just if you're looking at like different people. Anyway, the dude is that... The, the, the most impressive part about the fact that he is... 78375 is what someone else said. <laughs> yeah. That's where I He's 12 feet tall and 10,000 pounds. But the most impressive part about that whole thing is that how athletic he is at that size. Yeah. Like that... You don't see guys that athletic at that size because... How about, what do you do with all with like that much of a person? You can just tell he's he's different than other right. players. So you're excited because you know that he can be special. Right. So finally the Yankees have players coming up who are special. And that's a guy who can be real special. Yeah. Like hell yeah. Like across the major leagues. Yeah. I mean he can be a, he can be an icon for the Yankees because he's I, more than his talent. He's just he he's just his physical presence and he's homegrown. Yeah, will make him an icon for the Yankees. Wearing number ninety nine, he needs to love that. it. And the fact that there's there's all the Yankee numbers that are retired and that are, are iconic are so low. He goes to the very very top, like as high as he could possibly go. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like he needs to keep that. We'll see. He's, he's very marketable. He's too. most likely not. And it's like a linebacker. He's most likely not going to really make an impact this year. No. But next year, 2017, he should be the starting right fielder opening day. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess. Everybody knows that, including Carlos Beltran. Wait, well, yeah, what does what does Beltran care? No, I'm saying he, everybody. It's it's a it's just every it's known. He's the guy. Unless there's just a terrible season he has in AAA, he's the guy coming up. Even if he has a mediocre season, they're going to try to give him the job next year. Because um, they have to see what he has. Anything else on the field that you saw you want to talk about? How did Tanaka look, in your opinion? 
I think Tanaka looked good. I think he was working on things. I mean, you made a couple comments about not being able to put people away. He and his slider was a his little. His slider, I could hit. I could have hit his slider. Well, I don't think you could have hit his slider. Just like, just like no, I was okay. smoking around the race. Thank you for bringing this up. <laughs> so we'll get back to Tanaka, but at some point during the game, like sixth inning, Scott and I were walking around, and you know that the Yankees put in that hill in the back of the complex where players will, are using it for endurance. A Rod was running up the hill. And Scott, because he saw A-Rod running slowly up the hill, thought he could now beat A-Rod in a race. And Scott's using the excuse that he's, oh, A-Rod's a 40-year-old man. Of course I can beat him in a race. Meanwhile, Scott, you're pushing 40 yourself. Not pushing 40. I'm 35 years old, which means I'm halfway from 30 to 40. You're closer to 40 than you are 30. It's true. I will be 36 in June. Right. So... I think I still think A-Rod can beat you in a race from first to third. I really don't believe it. He is so slow. He looks like he's running in quicksand. He's a professional athlete. I don't give a shit. So so is so is an offensive lineman. You you tell me an offensive lineman can beat me in a in a race. He's a professional athlete uh, also. Uh, yeah, I would argue an offensive lineman could probably beat you in a race. Right. Like a short distance race. That's ludicrous. I, ludicrous. I, I have I have good sh- short speed. It's when I start having to run distance. What's your then I start heating. What's your forty time? I don't know, but I, I, look, we could do it. <laughs> what are people saying? On we could do it in the street in the hood right people, now if you want to. What are people saying on Periscope? I don't know, but Justin says. He, see, Rich is telling me. Rich says that I could beat Aaron. Rich is saying that. If Rich is saying you could beat Aaron, then you can probably beat Aaron because nobody's a bigger Aaron fan than Rich. Rich, seriously, I, he. I would beat God in the race. Yes, I would beat God in the race. I don't think he... I, Rich, come on. Be real. And the other thing Justin was asking me is if we recorded the podcast, if I hit record, which which made me paranoid, so I went over to look. Did and you? it's no, it, the record button is pressed, but like nothing's moving, so I'm, I don't know if it's recording. It says it is. I see moving when I talk. God damn it. But the lines aren't moving. So, we'll see. Thanks. You you have a great, Justin picks me too. You have a I got I got two people. You have a greatness band on this microphone, yet you're not displaying greatness when it comes to technology. But we don't know. We might be recording right now. We'll see. So two people say you can be Arod. Yes, you're the only person who thinks I can't beat Arod, and I think that's just because you're jealous. I don't think you can beat me. Never mind Arod. We can go out to the streets right now tomorrow. <laughs> we can go out to the streets right now and then settle this. We can periscope that. I got a freaking tripod Can that I hold. Do people forget that A-Rod was a stolen base machine when he was? was. Yeah, but that ten years ago doesn't matter. He still it does matter. He's still faster than you. No, these these are these things do matter. That's where you're that's where you're wrong. Who else on the Yankees could you beat in a foot race? McCann. Yes. Teixeira. Yes. Possibly Headley. I think if you think you could beat Headley, then I think A-Rod's faster than Headley. I think Headley and A-Rod would be close. I think A-Rod is a lot slower. Yeah, CC I could definitely beat. Now, that what about post-rehab CC? Post-rehab, well, he's back on the Captain Crunch, which gives him some protein. No, he's not. Oh, protein? Yeah. There's no protein in Captain Crunch. It's all sugar. Well, okay, instant protein. <laughs> instant, like, he's, been, no, he's, he's, he's on a vegan diet now. 
He looks bigger. He doesn't look like the real skinny. No, he's back to skinny CC. No, look at pictures of skinny CC. He's back. that skinny CC anymore. He's skinny CC. Okay, if you're on Periscope, tell me if he's skinny CC or like in between CC because he's not skinny. Skinny CC looks sickly. He's not like that anymore. He he looks healthy. All right. Yeah. Could you beat Beltron? That would be close because I think Beltron could turn on still. So could A Rod. I no, think A Rod and Beltron are the same. A Rod hops too much. They're both the same A-Rod, as far as like age made, and injury. You made in between versus in between CC. So, <laughs> so it's like medium CC, <laughs> skinny fat CC. Yeah. So um, someone said I could be Beltron too. I don't know. I don't know if I could be Beltron. I feel like Beltron still. And more athletic. I think Beltron can be more athletic in bursts than A Rod can. That, that I think I, I I agree that I would smoke A Rod, and that's someone with an A Rod name. A Rod is is their handle. Thank you. <clears throat> could you be, I'll, look? I'm pretty fast. I'm not gonna lie. Joe Girardi. Ooh. Joe Girardi's got like in better shape since he retired. See, I think Joe Girardi. Uh, Joe Girardi would smoke A-Rod, I think. Joe Girardi has the biggest forearms I've ever seen. <laughs> I think Girardi is sneaky athletic, sneaky fast now. Do you remember that triple in 96? He's definitely faster now than Do you he remember was that triple in 96? He was fast. You're getting a phone call. That's my wife. I'm calling a little bit. <laughs> she, is she, she watching the Periscope? I don't know. But, um... No, Jordy's pretty fast now, I think. He looks fast. Could you be... He's got those short, choppy steps, you know what I mean? Like, he's got a good start. But I have a good start, too. Like, I'm not, my, my, first, my first step is pretty fast. We're talking about first and third. That's that's fine. I, 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 can, I can run the bases, too. I know, I know the angles. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. A-Rod will beat you on the angles, though. He's I don't think he will. Professionally, he's but I, it's, it's one angle. It's like, you got to know the angles or you don't. Sound like you could be better at those angles than me. How can I know we, what the angles are? How can are. we actually test this? Test what? Test if you could beat them. I think we need to next time. We need to do like a Sports Center Rich Eisen thing where where uh, they time me. What's that called? What are those called? I don't know. But you like inter intertwine the video, like the extra stats or something like that. Whatever. We'll just overlay the video. Next time Aaron runs first or third, we need to record it. We need to record it and time it, and then you need to. And then I'll run, and then we'll. But you can't be a straight line. It needs to be. No, it'll be first to third, and we'll record it, and then we'll and then we'll mesh the the video. So it's like you know Rich Eisen running in the suit, sports science, yeah. We'll run like <laughs> Rich Eisen's running in the suit, and I mean, do I need to wear a suit? I don't need to wear a suit. I don't wear suits, so that's not realistic. You need to wear a baseball uniform. High <laughs> okay. socks. Everything needs to be the same. I got, I, I got old baseball uniforms in in the in the closet somewhere. <clears throat> Could you have beat Jeter in his last season? Uh, maybe you would have been close. But I feel probably like, not. Probably I feel not. Like Jeter and A Rod. Jeter in his last season. No, I think, I, think Jeter, I think Jeter would have smoked A Rod. I don't think so. I did. I don't think I could. Have, I think Jeter would have beat me. Jeter was still an athlete at the end. What about Paul O'Neill in his last season? I don't remember that far back. Stole, I can't stole remember where I, bases. I can't remember. Well, then probably not. <laughs> I can't remember where April went two days ago. Um, what we were. We yeah, were, Brooks. Justin said that we should have a Bronx Pistons combine. Yes. That's a good should. idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. But but not the normal combine, like stupid, stupid. No, it needs to be a baseball combine. Yeah, like 
Like first or third. Do you remember the Tom and Manny videos? Be, no, yeah, it needs to be what I do with my little fingers. AAU national champions. What do you do with my little fingers? Drills where you scoop it into the bucket and you do the little crow hop and all that stuff. You guys don't want this. I see. I do this with my little leaguers. We do. We do the first. To home, we do the uh, home to first. We do home to second. Home to third. Home to home. We record them all. We make it a competition. Then we do bucket throws from the outfield. We can. We can do can all we get of these that things. set up for the summer. Outside, yeah. August thirteenth, yeah. Combine, yeah. 26th, 20th. So the 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 guys that are on the this is like letting the cat out of the bag, but I'm pretty sure that we're doing the Bronx Pinstripes outing on August thirteenth, which is the twentieth anniversary celebration at Yankee Stadium of the '96 game, which I think would be amazing. It would be awesome. It'd be the best. What else we got? Well, we were going to talk about Tanaka and what we thought of him. Okay. Hanging so you hanging a lot of sliders. Well, that's what you thought. I think he was just working on stuff. I think his velocity seemed good. His changeup looked good. His splitter looked good. So there's no radar gun at no. spring training. I'm just going off feeling. I couldn't tell how fast he was throwing, but it sounded good. It sounded good. If I had to guess by the sound, it was 94 miles an hour. I don't think it was. I think <laughs> no. The last, his last outing, he was he was getting yeah. up to ninety two. Yeah, 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 he's probably low nineties. Yeah. Um, but we talked about it last week, and the fact that his elbow feels good. He said his elbow feels great. Feels, good. feels the best it's been in years. Two thousand fourteen return. What are the odds that he actually makes a full season of starts? No DL time. No missed starts. Thirty starts this year. I mean, if I'm if I'm giving you like a one out of ten type percentage wise, percentage wise, I don't know. I mean, seventy percent. Yeah, I give it a thirty percent chance of him going on the DL at least once. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say. I I feel like the next to go is to fifty percent. Is he? But he. But like, how much? He needs to be healthy at the end of the season. So everything how, he's saying is right. Look, how much of a really... Uh, well, everything he's saying is right. And the fact that the, the injuries that put him on last year were not related to any of the injuries that we were worried about, I think is telling. But they're all from 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 here down. You know what I mean? Like, everything is in the same arm, forearm. in the same area, and they're all connected to, to each other, and they're all related. Forearm. So, yeah, and the forearm has a lot to do with what happens in the elbow. So he, we were thinking of t-shirt ideas for Tanaka today. Yeah, this, so this is good. <laughs> um, so we, all right guys, so, so the, everybody was on Periscope, and we don't even know if we're recording audio anymore. Thank you, Justin, appreciate it. <laughs> completely busting my balls in the middle of that, and now I still have no idea if it's working and or not. It says it's working, but it doesn't look like, half of it looks like it's working, half of it not. So these are, we came up with some new Tanaka shirts that I think are pretty good. So they're going to be in Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. It'll all be in Japanese. Yeah, but in the English translation. So you'll know it's a Tanaka shirt. We have three ideas. The English translations, one of them will be almost an ace. The other one will be seven strong innings. And then the last one will be keeps us in the game. <laughs> and those are our Tanaka shirts because yeah. that's what he is. Yeah. He's a good pitcher. Not great. Not great. Almost an ace. Almost. He does keep us in games. He's the next best thing to an ace. So when 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 we went when we were in the playoffs last year, when we were in the playoff last year, and we knew that Tanaka was gonna be the guy throwing, 
What did we say? We both, I think, had the same opinion of what was going to happen. Yeah, just hopefully in the sixth or seventh inning, we're not down by a billion. But then well, we expected him to keep us in the game. And he did. We expected him to, to let up two to three runs. The offense was just it was the, all worst, the worst ever. But, the, but that's his deal. Like, we know that he's going to give seven strong innings. We're going to be in the game. He's going to probably let up two or three runs. And he's almost an ace. Um... But with Tanaka, I just think Rich, that... Rich just said you need to get me another beer. Why don't you get another... No, it's time for you to get a beer and get me one, too. I've already... I'm one ahead of Go get yourself a beer. Get me one, too. No, you're not on camera. It's perfect. I'm on camera right now. <laughs> you're not, though. Why don't you fix it? It's fixed. I'm just, I'm just messing around with you. All right. What do you want? Amstel or Sam? Do this. Amstel. Thank you. Screw you. Keep talking. Um, I'm looking into the looking into the camera. It's like I'm smiling at the camera, but I'm not. I'm looking at the monitor. So yes, he's an expensive ace, but that's the thing. I had a shirt queued up. Yeah. And it's and it was it was dominate. <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Or it was if you're on camera, I was fucking with you. No, I know, but this is on low battery mode. They said give me a sandwich while you're in. It's still working, right? Yeah. Is this working? Is what working? The charger? I don't know. Is it? Is it the one we got? They give it, the Yankees gave away a free charger today. And we're trying to use it. And they gave us some bullshit stuff. Alright. I think the periscope's going to cut out. Because my phone's going to die. Oh, is this a sick joke? Alright, so so we, we agree that Tanaka looked good. Yeah. He dominated for half a game. Yeah, it's no, nah, I mean he I wouldn't even say that because he, he doesn't dominate through half a game. He just he's kind of the same guy the entire time, right? No, he'll have like the third inning where he'll give up two runs. Yeah, but it's not consistent. It's not like the other guys that we, we know will give up runs in a certain inning. Like Evaldi. No, Evaldi doesn't give up <laughs> runs. He just he goes five innings. He goes five innings and gets the win. Then. No, he goes five innings, gives the ball to the relief pitcher, he gets the win. He goes you, home. I feel like every time Evaldi pitched last year, they and he goes home scored at, nine He goes home at 7.38. One thing you and I talked about today was how good starters have it in spring training. They left in the fifth inning. Yeah. Going home, fifth inning, gone. Everyday players. Yeah, everyday players were gone by the fifth or sixth inning. They were no longer in the dugout today. Right. The dugout was packed in the very beginning of it. We got El Duque. We had all the minor league guys there. Besides the refs, I don't know where Ref Snyder and Mateo were. They were not there. Not there. And that that's that was annoying to me. I wanted to see Ref Snyder. Yeah, because Torres and the other guy, what's his name? Uh, Beans with an R. Played. Rumbelow? No. Uh, you're talking about the, the infielder. Diaz played. Yeah, the one other guy. Uh, Whatever. They played. But Ref Snyder didn't didn't play. Cosmo played. He did outfield. Okay, yeah. But there was a chance for Ref Snyder to play today, and he didn't. Well, he he played yesterday in Sarasota, I know. And had a good game. And Castro played, and yeah, I remember. You got super excited about Castro today. I did get. I I'm becoming a a, a fanboy of Castro. I think 
more and more I see him and just the way I feel like he is rejuvenated in a sense where he felt like people were I think he feels wronged by the the Cubs that because he, he was the Chip guy on the shoulder yeah he was the guy for a long time like he was their number one prospect and then all of a sudden they were so bad for so long they, they got all of these prospects and they started climbing over him or getting more hype than him and he was almost the forgotten guy there yeah, he was still 24, 23, 25 years old. And now he's coming over to the New York Yankees as that same player that we think he is. And I really believe that we're going to see the best out of Castro. I think we haven't seen the best yet. And I'm talking about a three-time All-Star who's 25 years old, who hit 360 in the second half of last year and was the best hitter in the National League. This was all spawned from him turning a double play. It was, I mean, he turned a double play and Scott looks at me and goes, Castro's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> like, all right, man, it's just a double play. Like, it's pretty routine. But the way he did it, just there's a certain way. There's a certain way when you see a ball player turn it and just with, with with that just that just cool ease, man. And when he did that with that little ease, it was beautiful. And seeing that was the other thing that got me excited was watching Cece, or uh, Cece, Castro and uh, Didi and Didi turn the double play together was just like I love seeing double plays turn. First of all. And seeing those two guys who probably are going to be there for a long time and building that it's chemistry. It's just nice to have an awesome. infield that's not makeshift. Right. It's a legit infield. Yeah. Even with Headley, who I hate, but it's think, a legit infield. Think about these guys. Think about like six years ago, what we were saying about Castro and Didi. Right? They were the two. They were probably the six years ago. Six years ago when they were prospects. These guys were probably two of the of the top five shortstop prospects in the game. Yeah, Didi was no Didi. I think stock went down. Didi, when he first came up, when he when his first was on the rise, he was one of like the the young young. Six stuff. years ago, Stephen Drew was in Arizona blocking Didi. But it was Didi and Simmons who both came from the same country, were coming up together. They were like Didi was a very high prospect. Dutch. We tried to get him. Curacao. It's a Dutch. It's a Dutch. Uh, he's Sir Didi. Didi. Yeah. What was your point? I don't remember. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just exciting to see the two of them turn a double play and and like watching the chemistry build. They're each twenty six years old. Yeah. And awesome. that, we haven't had that young of a middle infield in it forever. Right. So it's awesome. It is awesome. Uh, last thing that I think we should mention is the fact that we or you saw John Sterling. I did see John Sterling. It was so we were getting ready to. We were actually just about to record we were an in, intro. We were in front of Steinbrenner Field, in front of the statue, doing mic tests. Yeah. And then I was gonna do the intro, and Scott all of a sudden I hear him go, "Mr. Sterling, Mr. Sterling," <laughs> and I'm looking. I'm like, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, "Dude, that was John Sterling." I'm like, "No, it wasn't. That guy. That's an old frail man. That was not John Sterling, but it was John Sterling. It was John Sterling." I saw him. I saw him probably three seconds too late because he had he was walking down a sidewalk like towards us, and he had just made a turn like towards the field, towards the stadium, and uh, he. Com I know he heard. Well, who knows if he heard? He me. heard you. Pretty sure he heard me, and just ignored it. Which uh, I guess that's actually a good question because I don't think he can hear Susan. That's the other thing. So that, that was kind of my, like as I was saying, I was like, maybe he couldn't hear me, but either way. I said it, I said it, like, I, I, like, my instincts just turned over and I, like, ran towards Sterling. 
And and Mr. First Sterling came out. All I saw was the back of him, and he did not look like John Sterling. He was yeah. so skinny. I could not believe how skinny he was. But I watched him walk up the alleyway into the stadium. He was absolutely 100% Yeah, there's no doubt Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it, and go Yankees.